Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health and fitness mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And I am recording this live from the the mobile studio today, so my schedule is extremely busy. Uh, But I wanted to capture uh, my thoughts for you right now and get them to you. So today's topic is about having a hunger for work ethic. I don't know about you, but I have conditioned myself over many years to create this absolute hunger for having the best possible work ethic because I believe if I can have a great work ethic and I can be productive and efficient and focused and uh, really attack that with energy, then I get a hell of a lot more done. And I haven't always had the work ethic that I do now. So I have had to condition myself over time to realize, what, well, what are the benefits of doing that? Why do I want, why am I so focused? Why am I so driven? And it's because I have this obsession with success. And I love being successful. I love being able to do more, being able to give more being able to have more clients change their life because of the things that that I do for them and with them. So today's topic has been sparked by something that I observed just as I'm, I'm leaving one of my group sessions and it relates to account what we call here in Australia council workers. So a council worker is somebody that's paid by our local shire so our rates and taxes go to to pay um, their wages and it's to maintain like parklands and so forth. Um, So they go around cutting the grasses on the sides of the roads and on football ovals and around the parks and keeping them tidy and um, weaning and pruning and all that kind of stuff. And so today uh, there was a a lady uh, that turned up to our local park and she was doing, um, if I say whippersnipping, you know, like doing the edges with a, a trimmer and a big area. So like our park, there's some areas around our park that are maintained by, uh, by the council. So I guess in, it's, it's not exactly like this, but I guess if you imagined, I don't know, three football ovals, maybe that's maybe overdoing it, two. Two decent sized football ovals uh, worth of edging to be done. Now, this lady, she turned up uh, just before I was about to start boot camp, it was an hour, and she sat in the car, so it's 9.15, right? So surely there's no break due at that time. But anyway, she sat in the, the truck for at least 20 minutes, I reckon, before she got out and got herself organised, started uh, to, to do some trimming. She worked for about 15 minutes, and then ran out of line in the, the trimmer. So she had to stop and reload it. And did that, had two cigarettes and a can of V energy drink. And took about 15 minutes at least to do that and then started again. And I said to the other participants there, I said, wow, uh, that's uh, an awesome work ethic, isn't it? 
uh, like out of the, the whole hour, she spent like 35 minutes on break. And so I've just left now and she's only halfway done with what she needs to do. And I thought, wow, she's working by herself. Is she just a slow worker? Is she unmotivated? Is she just pacing herself for the whole day? You know, what's going on there? Um, Clearly, she's using stimulants to help get her through the day. And I said, do you know what? I said, if that was me, I said, I would have all of this well and truly done and use the blower and everything to tidy everything up within the hour that we are here. And that's because I attack everything with a sense of purpose. And it doesn't matter what it is that I'm doing, I'm going to do my best effort. I'm going to be as efficient and as good as this as I can be. It doesn't matter whether I'm... I think back to the very first job that I had when I graduated as as an accountant. And I, I got a job with Coopers and Lybrand back in 1990, which is now PricewaterhouseCoopers. And for the first two weeks, they sent me to their share registry division and I had to pull out staples with a staple remover so that they could then be microfilmed. Now, this was in the day, you know, before we had all the electronic devices and everything. So everything was paper, um, you know, paper. And it was a time when tax file numbers and everything were becoming um, compulsory for everybody to submit on their share certificates and all that kind of stuff. So we had hundreds of thousands of documents. And if we were good at the pulling out the staples, they would give us a break from that and allow us to go and feed things through the microfiche. And it's like, wow. Now, you could be really bored with that and horrible and everything. But what I did was I said to like the team of us, because we were there for a bit, you know, we'd become pallier and we'd, we'd set little competitions for ourselves. How many could we get through in a certain period of time? And it was double-edged because I was so good at it that they kept asking for me back. And it's like, okay, that's great, but I want to go and do some other stuff now. Uh, but that, that's a typical example of me just applying myself to whatever it is because whatever it is that you're doing now can lead to something else. And when I wor- worked in corporate life, I remember my last position, I was given two staff members that were spent the last 18 months sitting under a manager that didn't manage them. They were nine to five people. They did whatever they liked. They weren't working on any work as stuff uh, as such, maybe a little bit from, from time to time, but the manager didn't manage them. So they were just allowed to do whatever it is that they want, come and go as they pleased. And then they were given to me and I managed the hell out of them and dramatically improved their performance, but it didn't happen overnight. And I remember saying to them one day, I said, look, I said, I look at it like this. I said, you can come into work every day and be angry, upset, sad, disappointed, whatever it is that you want to put to it because you've been put in this situation or you can look at it as an opportunity an opportunity to grow yourself an opportunity to learn an opportunity to see 
how well you can perform in this particular role. I said, even though you might be right now in a role that you aren't completely enjoying, 100%, maybe it's a 50% job that you're enjoying, I would say give it 100% effort. Why? Because you never know where this role will take you. And how, how does that work in a big organization? Well, I said to them, Let's look at it like this. You put in 100% effort. I can see where your strengths are. I can see your focus and dedication. A job opportunity comes up within the organization. I'm going to be one of your referrals. And what do you think I'm going to say about your work ethic and your focus and your dedication and how much you've changed over the time in working with me if you knuckle down and you do these things? I'll give you a glowing referral because it'll be genuine and it'll be, it'll be, you know, you've put in so much hard work here. You've been so focused, so driven, and you've achieved some really incredible outcomes. And that's, that's what comes from giving it always your 100% effort. And once they connected with that, the whole world changed. And, you know, one of the, the greatest things that I saw was them receiving awards because of how much they'd changed, their mindset, their focus, their work ethic, their drive. And um, one of the guys that was working for me in particular, he said to me, um, he thanked me, he said, what you've taught me has had such an impact on my personal life in a positive way, so I don't get angry anymore. Um, and he is just a, a, such a happier human being. I thought, well, this is why this is so important. And it all starts with the work ethic and the mindset behind that. So when I was watching this person this morning, I thought, man, is that how you're showing up in life every day? Like that? You know, you're not obviously looking after your health. You're smoking cigarettes. You're surviving off energy drinks. This is for breakfast. And uh, you know, you're, you're just fumbling your way through the day. You're stringing out the work. Yeah, you're getting the work done, but man, you're getting it done within a 50% efficiency rate. Like in the time that she was there, I could have finished it and moved on to the next job. So what does that mean? People might see that, well, that's just a, a gardener's job. Well, guess what? You overperform with your gardening job. And what does that mean? Who's going to notice? Your supervisor's going to notice. Man, this person is you know, twice as quick as this person because they're showing up with the right attitude every day, looking for extra work, always saying yes to the, uh, you know, the, the work that's required, being dependable, being reliable, not taking the sick days, loving your work, sending positive vibes out to everybody else as well because you just love what it is that you do. You've got such a great mindset about it. I mean, I get sick and tired of hearing people talk about how, how much they moan and groan about the work that they do. Go get another job. You know, how about you try and run your own business for a bit? Like step into the business owner's shoes right now and see what that's like for them. And then maybe you would appreciate the fact that, well, you're just rocking up each day. You're getting paid a wage, whether you're 50% efficient or not. And... They're the ones that are having to, you know, make all the hard decisions and do all this this other stuff. I mean, put yourself in their shoes and survive on uh, the income that you make from your decisions if you were running the business 
and maybe you'd start to change some of those decisions that you make in your life. I mean, certainly for the 12 years that I've been running my own business, my work ethic has increased, absolutely. And do I now have a greater appreciation for these large organizations and what it takes to run these large organizations and the, the structures and the decisions and the financing and the accounting for everything, all of those things, do I have a greater appreciation for them? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it all starts with your work ethic. You've got to have a tremendous work ethic. So no slacking off. Always give it your best. And even if you are running a business that you don't particularly love right now, give it 100% because I've seen so many businesses they're basically people just buying themselves a job and they're not accountable to anyone now. And guess what? They're the people that need accountability because their businesses are dying. This is why successful people still have coaches like me because I want to do better. And people say, oh, coaching costs money. Yeah, well, if you get the right coaches, they make you money. Because they push you, they hold you accountable, you bounce ideas off them, and you get the, the better outcomes faster. And that's what life is about. Success in the fastest possible way. Keep driving forward. Keep that work ethic, people. It is so, so important. And I'm teaching it to my kids because you want your kids to have a good work ethic so that they're not complaining, moaning, following their dreams putting in the hard work, getting the outcomes, and that's where the true happiness in life comes. It's not the money that you make from the job. It's the work ethic and your mindset and the satisfaction from doing a great job in doing the work that you do. That's what makes life exciting. Stay safe in the world wherever you are. I'll see you tomorrow.